Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. At 18 years old, Mike Tyson had a 20-inch neck. <laughs> Here's a man with a 21-inch neck. Luke Moore, how the devil are you? It's so much, done for that. It's it so much bridging. You just do so much bridging, like bouncing your head on the floor. Ugh. Yeah. Look at the Gross. neck here. Look at, it, at that angle. It's a big old neck. Look at it. Yours is a scrawny little fucker. Scrawny you can see the lad, isn't it? Yeah. There's no power um, in mine. I'd love to do 10 minutes or so on necks. So my neck... Um, <laughs> I remember vividly at school, so I changed schools. I went to sixth form, separate sixth form at 16. So this is 16 and younger. So I was probably at 15. My neck was 15 inches, right? I was a 14 and a half to 15 inch neck, right? That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not. I don't think you have a particularly large neck. I'm well, just, allow I, me I just, to finish the story. I just literally allow saw Mike Tyson describe. had a, Mike Tyson had a massive neck, and I was like, "Well, I've got, I've got to have something for the intro for crying out loud." Well, I frequently don't. I am, I am going to talk about necks a little bit more, if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't ascribing a value judgment to that particular fact. <laughs> I was just saying, giving you a bit of background and a bit of context, because I think my neck is now up to about seventeen and a half. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Yeah. If you if you extrapolate that out. In another twenty-five years, I'll be Mike Tyson neck. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Like, <laughs> and I reckon your neck's about ten inches. Real pencil neck. <laughs> real. Oh, the worst pencil neck pencil I've ever neck. seen. Right. And is um the guy who in succession, who used to play, who got who got a lot of stick for for essentially blacking up in short circuit. Yes. He's, yeah. And it, and it's not helped by having. A very interesting chin. Yeah, his like neck is prop- obscene. His head is very wide. His head is very... It's like Stewie Griffin's head. He's got a very wide, oval-shaped head and pronounced sort of sort of chinny, bum-chin sort of combination. You he know, it's not like a million a miles away from mine. But, he, but he, yeah, he's got an astonishing head physique. No one says anything about that. I'm someone no. who's... I'm always labelled as being obsessed with head size, which I am to an extent. <laughs> but that is obscene. Like... My, my, I've got I've got this massive turkey wattle here and this double chin going on, and I get that, but no one talks about the the other way, the opposite way, where it's almost like it, it doesn't look like the neck is capable of holding up the head. No, I, I, I when I was young, a younger man, I was I was considering like neck tattoos, uh, which seemed way more extreme than it would nowadays, because like every second person's got a neck tattoo certainly here in Essex everyone's got sleeves leg sleeves 
um, neck neck tattoos. Like it almost like it almost makes you look like your head's been held up by one of those invisible puppeteers in a yeah in a Muppet the marionette. Show or yeah, exactly. Um, are you broadly are you broadly happy with your own neck size? Would you say? It's, it's, it's at the end of a very long list of shit things about my body, Luke. I, there's no point in, you know. I feel the same. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I, not about you, sorry. About, about, <laughs> about myself. Um, got, why don't I uh, grind a few axes um, about your body and you can do the same for yeah, me. Yeah, go for it. We'll look, af- we'll look after each other like that, yeah? Um, I've got a big old pair of titties these days. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see them. Oh, was, you can't see them. You, 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 you dress correctly. It's like, yeah. The, the shirts that keep because now I'm 42 uh, I don't know what happens to my algorithm but it's very much every advert is just telling me that I'm wearing the wrong size of t-shirt which I am yeah, I, I get admit that, that as well yeah weird I get I get that, that advert all the time yeah dad so bod t-shirts the algorithms learn things about you obviously and the, the algorithm stuff I get on say is it Instagram you get served up the adverts on I think it probably right. is Instagram I get um like basically videos of attractive women doing weird dances. Yeah. I get um meat being grilled on a grill. <laughs> I get um aspirational houses. Right, yeah, yeah. In cool. my feed. Yeah. And I get a lot of adverts about <clears throat> um certain fifteen minute workouts that will lose my belly fat and uh, which they won't by the way. And T-shirts. You're wearing the wrong okay. T-shirt all your life, and it really reminds I, you of the um, the Tugger T-shirt from um, I think you should leave. <laughs> TC Tugger, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not for. It's not for stag dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not, stag, it's not a joke. I don't. I I don't believe that in. And I, I can see why perhaps American people would believe this because their their culture is slightly different. But I don't believe that Britain, for all its history and all its mm. tailoring, yeah, has really overlooked a way of making a t-shirt that no one else has discovered before. No, it doesn't that's... seem that likely that like, <laughs> oh, do you know what? All along we were doing t-shirts wrong. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't seem that likely to me. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of confusing as to why. And, and also they're really expensive. It's like, why would you fucking buy them? The reason I, I, I don't look that good in a t-shirt is because I'm about two and a half stone overweight. That's the end of it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there's the no, there's no t-shirt exists. that's going to sort yeah. me out. Look, a lot of gyms. They just seem to sell, sell, sell me a lot of gym stuff. I don't know what I've been looking at on Instagram, but it's just a lot of blocks, just powerlifters and stuff, like showing off their bodies. It's very bizarre. Yeah, I saw a good video the other day of a guy who's obviously some kind of powerlifter right. dressed in a disguise uh, of, a, of a cleaner and waiting around the biggest guy in the gym who was deadlifting this massive fucking weight with his pal. It was obviously yeah. spotting him. Yeah. and saying to the guy, can I clean around here? I just need to clean. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I'll be finished in a minute. He seemed like a nice fella, but he was just yeah. massive. And um, so when he finished his um, his set, he went and stood at the side with his protein drink or whatever it was, talking to his mate. And the guy who was the cleaner, who was obviously this power lifter under this overalls, but yeah, no one knew, yeah, yeah. just lift, moved it out of the way. So the guy was really struggling to lift it, and this cleaner comes, just moves it out of the way, just cleaning it, and puts it back again, and walks off. And they're both yeah. like, "What the fuck is going?" On? It was actually very entertaining, Peter. And I, that kind of stuff is what I want to see in my feed. I like it when they get a really good basketball player or skateboarder, so and they put and they put an well, Uncle they Drew. put an old, they put an, a really shit old man mask on them. Uncle Drew's the, the classic. They look all. They always look shit. They always look absolute shit. They never look like old people. 
Uncle Drew was the first oh, to do it, mate. Sonny, and, and... Well, I'm just down on Muscle Beach. Oh, Sonny, what, what, what do you do down here then? Oh, <laughs> let me have a go. Oh, oh I'm really good at it. <laughs> Fucking balance. I don't see how you can see Uncle Drew and think it's not good. Uncle Drew. Is that the main guy who does it? Well, he was the Ooh, one who first Johnny, did it, I think. Give me, the, give me the rock. Oh, did you hear what that guy said? He said, give me the rock. Oh, give me the rock. I want to throw it in the basket. <laughs> rubbish. Absolute rubbish. How are you not entertained by that? How are you not entertained by this? It's so silly. Yeah, but if they did it right, that, the problem is you can How would you do it? The problem is, in films, right, you can use special effects and makeup and all of the other stuff to make Brendan Fraser look like a big um, fatty boom bay, right? But if you are, if you have that same makeup and you put him, uh, uh, somebody who's dressed as an old man, and you put him on Muscle Beach with all of the caustic reflection rays and stuff like that, he's going to look like he's made of plastic. Like It's just impossible to get right in those lighting conditions and make it look good. And so people are just like, I know that's not an old man under there. He's not even walking like an old man. He's pretending that he, he can't walk properly, but he can. <laughs> but is it is it not that... Um... Is it not that, like, when Uncle Drew... I think it's Kyrie... Is it Kyrie Irving or something? I can't remember. Right. Yeah, whoever it was who was Uncle Drew, I think it was for a Pepsi commercial, wasn't it? Right. Um, no one was expecting it, Pete. So it's just basically a bloke yeah. in a tracksuit, so you couldn't see what his body physique was like, with a quite a good fake beard on and some wrinkles. <laughs> That's all it was. It wasn't like... They weren't, and the, no, because no one was expecting it, and because the majority of the people who were looking at him were looking at him from a distance... They just thought, oh, this is fucking good. And it became pretty quick after, about, pretty obvious after about five, sec- ten seconds that he was properly like a brilliant basketball player. And mm. then and then people just came down just to watch him dunk on all the other players. Didn't they? That's the only reason that, that it was popular. It wasn't like, people weren't going, this six foot ten old man who, <laughs> who appears to be 80 years old can leap three feet in the air. Isn't this an amazing <laughs> phenomenon? They're going, oh, that's a bloke dressed as an old guy who's a brilliant basketball player. I bet he's famous. Let's wait maybe, around to see who maybe he is. I've just seen the, maybe I've just seen uh, too many copies of Uncle Drew. Maybe I've just watched too many. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've only told you before my favourite um, subject, my favourite um, TikTok-y, whatever it is, prank thing. I hate all pranks. It's all shit. But I do like the, 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 the young lads who go up to old men in uh, sporting goods stores or um, in uh, DIY stores and goes, ooh, papi, uh, in in their ears, and then the blokes get them in a headlock. <laughs> I love, I love, I love men of a certain age getting their sexuality kind of questioned and then panicking and then just going into full-on, I'm going to get you in a headlock, mod. Ooh, papi, oh, I'm going to go and kill you. And they're so threatened. They're so threatened by it. It's brilliant. I love well, it. When was the last time you were put in a headlock? Doesn't happen anymore, does it? Doesn't happen yet. Rarely, rarely, rarely. Headlocks used to be all the rage back in the day. Is it just because we're older now? I think wrestling has moved on, so I think that's why uh, it's. Oh, did you see Bad Bunny? Fuck me! No. What a Bad Bunny uh, did the W. Uh, he sort of like led the WWE into doing a Puerto Rico show, uh, and I only um, I'm big on Bad Bunny because I watched um, Bullet Train last night, which is a, an enjoyable piece of shit, but a piece of shit nonetheless. Uh, but Bad Bunny's in that. Like I, I don't think it, me and Vish were talking about this on, on the road. Like these ca- th- these rappers who will turn up on other people's songs like in you know american kind of like english uh, english first language kind of uh, music um and they'll and I'm bad but he's a bad example but like these rappers will, will will just be like they'll just have a few lines in the song and then they'll go on you'll go on their instagram and they've got 14 million followers yeah. and it's it's insane how skewed towards the english language uh, uh, uh pop music is well, Bad Bunny, like, he sold out, like, 
put like the biggest stadium Puerto Rico for like five days in a row, and he yeah. just kept on putting on shows. He could have done it for a month. He was like insane. Yeah, there was there was there, there was so Bad Bunny is an interesting one because when I looked him up a while back, and at the risk of sounding like the oldest man in the world, I, I didn't really know who he was, mm. and then I saw that he's like a rapper, a wrestler, an yeah. actor. A producer, he does loads of stuff, right? And yeah. you're right to say that the, uh, the 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 tipping of the balance for Western people is just like to completely embrace Western culture, and that's it, I suppose, yeah. as a general rule. Similar yeah. thing happened. Did you see where that um, Bollywood actor was at the Arsenal game? Right, and, okay. Uh, and uh, they interviewed him after the game. Dave Jones and whoever it was presenting the program interviewed him after the game. He seemed like a really nice guy, very handsome kind of Indian yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'd never heard of him before, obviously, because I don't really watch you know Bollywood movies uh, unless you know contractually mandated to do so by you during COVID. <laughs> and um, and I looked him up. Forty million Instagram followers. <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and these, and these guys would couldn't even think about. Observing a street from a window, like it's just yeah. not doable. But, but in, These... but in London, South London, he could probably walk. I mean, maybe not South London, but in certain parts of the UK, he could walk down the street yeah. and no one know who he was. Well, it's it's quite heartening to sort of see like these these guys who it's 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 sort of fun to see, uh, like bands. I, I would sort of use the example of like Ed Sheeran just went on a on a trip uh, across Japan about ten years ago. And he's probably, you know, one of the biggest stars in the world and and probably about seven years ago, actually, in fact. And uh, he was just able to sort of just stroll around and stuff. And there are so few places that they can stroll around. But I imagine if you're a Bollywood star, you can kind of stroll around without without being... I remember, like, Miyavi, the Japanese uh, uh, guitarist, like, big star, like, about as big as it gets when it comes to um, uh, J-Rock. Uh, and then he he's just allowed... He could just walk around LA and nobody knows who he is nobody seems to care and it's it must be so but LA's known for, for though isn't it LA, that's why a I lot guess of people so, might yeah, be in, guess in, so, in Hollywood yeah. and stuff because it's like the culture is to not hassle people like it's just part of it is I it think. though or is it, I, I think it is the culture to hassle people but there's just so many options you just get bored of hassling wouldn't you <laughs> well the outcome's the same then isn't it I guess so yeah Yeah. I guess what so. were you going to say about Bad Bunny and the wrestling I just uh, he's uh, he obviously uh, brought the WWE down to Puerto Rico for a show and uh, his entrance is really good. Some great drone work. I think it's a drone. I think it's a drone. It might be wires. I don't know, but it's it's, it's worth a watch. That his intro is um, absolutely massive. He looks great. I, f- I forgot to say you just reminded me that after you mentioned him a while back, I watched um, a clip of Logan Paul wrestling on YouTube. Yes, okay, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. hell, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's really good, isn't he? <laughs> I, I, I just remember thinking he's got no right to be that good. He looks like, a proper, like... like he's been doing it all his life. I mean, obviously, like, if you are uh, in that position, you are a person who would be blocking out everything, you know, planning the the moves and stuff. But he's still better than most of the wrestlers on the on, on the deck. And it's and a lot it's, of high risk, a lot of high risk maneuvers as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's really putting his body through it. Um, so he, he, you know, he's he's they're certainly getting their their, their pound of flesh. Uh, him being a bit of a high flyer and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's just astonishing. And like. As a as an old fuddy duddy and and a person who's adopted wrestling quite late anyway, I'm sort, I'm sort of looking at it and sort of going, well, that must be quite annoying because like you're told constantly that if you haven't done your doggies, if you haven't like wrestled in your 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 your, your South America, your, your Central America, if you've not uh, wrestled in Europe, if you've not wrestled in Japan, and then and and you shouldn't be on WrestleMania, you shouldn't be doing this stuff right. because you're not good enough because you you don't have the ring smart, you you can't put together a show and build it and make it look uh uh you know dramatic and stuff. You can't build a show properly. You can't build a, a match. 
but he's just come in and obviously that part that match building stuff he doesn't really do because it's all kind of planned out for him but fuck me like he's brilliant and he's such a good heel and he's such a shitbag and his facials are good he's just fucking brilliant and he yeah, looks so the part as well he does look the part and i think he i think he had a reasonably impressive high school football career i think and oh he yeah got, he's, a, he's a big he was a big muscle guy wasn't he, he I mean, got injured he and, yeah. and obviously he did a bit of boxing with the whole youtube boxing thing as well um, and, and 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 that's interesting you make that point about about doing the kind of doing the hard yards kind of thing mm. um because that kind of applies to a lot of different entertainment disciplines right so i've got a couple of friends who are yeah you know, reasonably successful in in theater right so they're, yeah. they're, if they're not doing some kind of west end thing they'll be doing a traveling theater um production and they're talented right so they act and they sing and they dance and they've spent years and years doing that but what tends what can happen and what has happened to a friend of mine a couple of times now is that they'll be up for a big role and it'll be you know a lead role in a big you know, household name west end musical or whatever and they'll miss out because fucking chris moyles wants to do it or right yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know some some big name who wants to dip their toe in and mm. then the production companies i suppose are seduced by the idea that actually if there's a big name to put on the poster it means more people are going to go yeah. and you can absolutely and, and so it's frustrating and i totally i totally am sympathetic to it but it's absolutely obvious why they want logan paul to do stuff because he's got about fucking 40 million youtube subscribers and to a younger generation he's one of the most famous people in the world so the fact that he wants to do wwe is a massive godsend to them Massively, like, yeah, and 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 pound for pound, they're probably getting him cheaper. You know, a couple of million probably is 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 is, is better money. That like, why? I mean, if you're going to spend money, why would you spend it on? I don't know, Rey Mysterio over him. Like, I, I mean, I love Rey Mysterio, and he's so important. He's been there for a million years, but like, he uh, he's not going to be as big a draw as, as Logan Paul for new for new viewers. Uh, and it's sad, and it's annoying, and it's upsetting. But as a business, like, you've got to look to that sort of thing, and that's why. Mm. Uh, next week, um, Chris Miles is doing this show instead of me. <laughs> but if we had an opportunity to make a podcast with someone really famous, we wouldn't be like, "Oh, well, you've not done, you've not done any hospital radio." <laughs> like, we, we just wouldn't be. We wouldn't say that. We'd no, say, "Okay, exactly. can it's they do it? Yeah. And is it going to be good? And is the idea good? And all the rest of it?" And we would probably work with them for all the obvious reasons that you know that's just what life is like. If people yeah. are successful or famous or whatever, they're they're generally, despite people want to be bitter about it, they're generally successful and famous for a reason, right? Yeah, like there was, there was when when um, when Jake Paul, obviously Logan Paul's brother, fought Tommy Fury. Um, Logan Paul was at um, ringside, and he basically was interviewed between rounds and stuff. And he and he was completely in WWE mode. Like I don't know how much boxing you watch, but like there'll be famous other boxers at ringside watching the fights, and right. they'll interview them, and they'll just be like boxers, right? They'll be like. Well, you know what he needs to do is needs to you know he needs to lean into his punches a bit more. He needs to get get on the end of his jab. Mm. All that boring technical shit. When yeah. they came to Logan Paul, <laughs> he just stood up, grabbed the microphone, and screamed, "The whole Fury family a bitch!" Like that. And it was like <laughs> it was like uh, that's what he's doing. Like that's what he's all about. And so yeah. that's why people want it, I suppose. I mean, I suppose <laughs> there, there's boxing purists out there who go to York Hall, you know, and Bethnal Green every week, probably yeah. disgusted by it because they think boxing is the sweet science and all the rest of it. And there's place, there's a place for them as well. 
but the whole world is entertainment these days and that's just how it is i'm very much enjoying the idea of the term sweet science that's what they call it delicious boxing is the sweet science the sweet science you've not heard that before honestly (laughs) no never heard that before there you go you've learned something today peter that was a bit dirty it does sound a bit dirty we started (sighs) off the half talking about boxers and then we're ending the half talking about boxers let's have a break and when we come back we'll do some more of this all right then Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back with Luke and Pete Show. <laughs> Pete and Luke doing what we do best. Um, I'm going to talk about my, uh, my car uh, oh um, yes, was next week. Okay, uh, on, on this Thursday, rather. Yeah, okay. Uh, but before, I think we should get to a couple of emails. If that's all right with you, looking. We can up. get to a couple of emails, and I've got one lined up here. But before mm. we get to one, I just want to say one thing before I forget. I was out for a walk in uh, Dulwich Park uh, the weekend. Yeah. Which is, I mean, there's probably three or four parks near where I live, and this would be the one in the nice part of town. People who know London will know Dulwich is very salubrious and uh, a nice. You know, it's basically for rich people, but the park is really nice, and obviously mm. they don't quite stop poor people like me going there yet. Um, although that kind of thing is probably on its way. Um, anyway, you'll like this, Peter. So my wife and I, the wife I have access to, and I were walking <laughs> through the park, and we saw these kids, and they're kicking a football around. And um, it's just a general kind of schoolboy scene. They're ten years old. There's about three or yeah. four of them, and. Um, they look like quite posh kids, but you can't blame kids for being posh, right? They're just kids. Yeah. And uh, but one thing I did, but do I did, take their pocket money. One thing I, well, you say that. One thing I did here, as one of the two of them ran across to get the ball from where we were walking, one of them said to the other one, "What did you do yesterday?" And uh, the other one went, uh, "Well, guess what? 
We were in the Maserati garage and we saw Patrice Evra. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that Different wasn't world. really my childhood when I was 10. No, he's he just eating a big raw chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pooping all over a Maserati. Yeah, I mean, yeah, different world. Isn't it? Um, but guaranteed, like that, that parent will be uh, will have grown up working class, isn't it? It's always those fun. Like I just always like seeing those kind of um, those those blowhards. You're Noel Gallagher's of this world who have of this you know, world made made a good go of it, uh, and now they've got posh southern kids in their lives and they're just like oh, I can't really oh, I spend all of my life whinging about posh people and, and people from the south and now they're literally in my house and they all support West Ham and you know what I mean it's like it's funny they all they always put Man City though, they? Man Fair City cause, right yeah because yeah, yeah. I mean none of the Gallicas support Man City anyway so it's a pretty poor example but like <laughs> they all they all support like Man City or Chelsea or Arsenal, whatever yeah. It's, yeah it's a shame um, <laughs> yeah I think I think there's also a bit of a bone of contention um, when the wife I have access to and I have kids that I, any kids that we have will have English accents right yes 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 yes, yes and yes, I think that's, that's going to be a bit of a not a barrier but a um, you know just like a kind of shame and it's, it, it's good because like the uh my, my mate tony who's who's who really values his uh englishness and it's you know it's one of his is he a racist his, one of his second is he a racist no he's not a racist but that sounds like a that he, just sound like a bit of a metaphor when he went to cambridge he valued his northernness and saw himself mm-hmm. as a bit of rough when he just wasn't and when he was in hartlepool he valued his 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 good upbringing and his and and and, and his and his book smarts yeah. and all of these so he, he always sort of saw himself as a bit of a fish out of water and now he's in america he sort of values his uh, i get the sense that he values his, his englishness and uh his daughter it's like got the glorious, thickest Brooklyn kind of like accent, like a New York accent. Uncle, uh, New York accent. Uncle Peter, Uncle Peter. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this kid's proper New York. I love it. <laughs> um, speaking of that, did you see um, or hear Bernie Sanders on the News Agents podcast? No, no, I didn't. It was that, remarkable. No. He's obviously quite an old man now. Yeah. Um, but he was running rings around them. Was he right? And every time they tried to like, any time any of the presenters tried to like pin him down, <laughs> yeah, he would just he would just pause, be completely silent, and then just go, "Hang on, hang on," and they just carry on making like another point, <laughs> and they couldn't get near him. Like he, I, yeah. I, I remember thinking to myself when I was listening to it, imagine what he was like when he was forty. Because you know, he's like eighty now, yeah, and he's still but, I mean, really but, sharp. But that's what gets you, isn't it? It's like kind of he's been in that system, he's been in the political system for such a long time. Yeah, it's just to stay on that fucking buckaroo, like to stay on that fucking yeah. fucking bronco for that length of time. Like we see these politicians still raising being money, like old, still being old, in there, yeah. old fuddy duddies. But like fuck me, like sharp as fucking tax. I love it. Like Ken Clark. Like Ken Clark, he's, yeah. He's, I don't know what he's like now, but up until very recently, I mean, he's been in his 80s now. Yeah. Up until very recently, he was just just, just, just so high on the hog, so yeah. confident. Like, you can't touch him. You can't get anywhere near him, you know. Uh, funny. Anyway, let's do an email. Um, and I, I've actually got a bit of a... Um, it's embarrassing for me to, to, to bring this back to the... Uh, the table but i'm gonna to have to i'm afraid because we have oh, yeah. a lot of emails about this um and the one we've selected is from our friend dan who says uh, hi guys i uh, listening to today's show on the 4th of may uh luke mentioned that mcdonald's have famously never sold onion rings 
Without wanting to sound pedantic and failing, they have in fact sold onion rings as a side in a few countries, including the UK, around 2011-12. They were of the battered um, rather than breaded variety and even came with a sweet chilli dip that lives on in their menu today. Um, surprisingly delightful, and a comeback is, comeback is both welcome and needed, in my humble opinion. Love to the show and love to the family. Dan, age 36 and 11 months. I'm ashamed of myself, to be honest. When you see the... When, when, when you get... Um, when you sort of make a statement, and, and however sweeping or non-sweeping it is, um, and then in the very next show, there's a picture of the thing you said that doesn't yeah. exist. I it's mean, it's... It's, it's, it's as delicious as the onion rings, in my in my opinion. Especially given that I um, think of that as one of my specialist subjects. <laughs> and I'm always I'm, certain the way I broadcast. I always feel like I'm trying, I'm being really certain. Yeah. And so yeah, it makes yeah. it worse. You, you're, yeah, you'll it always hedge. Look, I never hedge. It does look nice. It, I mean, they, they do look nice, but I bet the, I bet the batters are really crispy and aggressive. I'd love, I'd, I do love an onion ring, I have to be honest. And I also prefer, yeah. I definitely prefer a battered onion ring to a breaded one. Yes, though I like a breaded calamari ring over a battered one. So I don't think I've ever had one of those. There you go. Where are you getting calamari, them? A calamari ring. You've never had a calamari of ring? Of course, I love calamari, but I've never had them breaded. Yeah, well. They're breaded better, aren't they? They're truly breaded are better. Like a kind think... of nice, flowery, breaded, um, not too heavily battered kind of... Oh, lovely old job. Lovely I love old cal- job. I, lo- I love a calamari, me. Absolutely, and then um, finally for now I'll do do this email before we go which is from Adam who says hi guys it's me from the early laps days way back in 2019 with the tales of the cannibal serial killer and my flatmates tea towels once being used as nappies don't remember either (laughs) of those stories but they sound amazing (laughs) Uh, and I'm pretty sure Pete doesn't either Uh, I just wanted to check in and let you know that I felt very seen by your comments about Don Draper on a recent episode um since I embarrassed my friend with the nappy story, it's probably only fair I embarrassed myself by telling you that I did exactly what you described, namely bought an expensive whiskey glass to drink while watching Mad Men, <laughs> showed my barber a picture of John Hamm and said, please make me look like this, and then asked for reassurance from my friends that I'm cool. Uh, I won't mention their answer. Keep up the great work, Adam. And that's something that we talked about when it's like, whether it's Peaky Blinders or yeah. Mad Men or whatever. Or the guy, mm. famously Ryan Gosling's character in the film Drive. Yeah. Why are men like this? Get Getting a little scorpion jacket. Yeah. <laughs> like scorpion puffer jacket. I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that uh, <clears throat> that's, uh, John Hamm, did, did he have iconic hair? It's just it's just old, old hair, isn't it? Nothing particularly. I think it's just the it. fact that he's John Hamm, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, jo- being John Hamm does a lot of heavy lifting. What I like about John Hamm is that, uh, and I think I mentioned it before, um, he's got quite st- gloriously stringy arms, and for Hollywood, he's got quite a rare physique. In that, I don't right, think he? he spends a lot of time uh, on his physique, and he w- wears a lot of shirts on it. I like it's just a really. Uh, it gives me a bit of hope for the future of Hollywood, really, because he's fucking good, he's fucking funny, and he doesn't feel the need to get absolutely ripped for everything he fucking does. And, and somebody said that, like, it's so good that in the middle of Mad Men, which actually, uh, in his contract, he couldn't do any other shows or any other films, right. I think, uh, it's a good thing that he didn't get picked up as Batman because uh, we would have had, like, Don Draper with abs and big muscles and stuff because that's just what you have to look like as a superhero. And I remember watching Top Gun with those, uh, where he's got those quite, um, like, non-folded up, kind of, like, long-sleeve, short-sleeved shirts, like, brown 
uh, navel shirts or whatever. In the new um, Top Gun, you mean? Yeah, he's yeah. got he's got quite stringy arms, and I'm like, good, good. Finally, a man who doesn't feel the need would be absolutely roided up with his fucking tits all the time. I like it. I don't I don't think they're on roids, Pete. They're all on roids. Everyone's on roids. Like, everyone in Hollywood's on roids. Everyone. You're sticking with that, are you? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying who I'm talking about. But every single last person who's got abs and big muscles are on roids. They're on trend. They're on all that fucking shit um, because that's a, it's a non-negotiable. Everyone has to be on those fucking drugs to get you, to to get to where you are. What are your sources for this? Like literally everyone. There's there's a guy called uh, No Place everyone No Dicks. Everyone has to be on. Everyone has to be on drugs to get to watch where the, they watch are. Watch the YouTube of No Place No Dicks. He basically goes through. I mean, I don't know how he gets away with it. But he <laughs> I'm not sure through, how you're getting away with it. He goes through all of the Hollywood physiques and sort of going, trend, trend, uh, steroids, steroids, uh, growth hormones, all this stuff. Like it, it's a non Every single person you've ever seen has sort of gone, He looks good. He's on fucking drugs. Like they're all of them. All of them. You get animated Every about such weird stuff. One of them, because I'm feeling the pressure. Quite frankly, Lou, <laughs> as as Leon C's premier podcaster, I'm feeling the pressure, <laughs> mate. I'm feeling the pressure. The pod king, the pod father of the Leon pod C. king, yeah, the liver king, pod king. Um, you, oh, liver king, got liver king has admitted it, so you can say what you want. Exactly, about that. yeah, you can say what you want about him. Yeah, well, did Rogan, he admit it or did he get caught with his hands in? Well, the Joe Rogan till? was Joe Rogan was rinsing him for months, wasn't he? And that's not a place you want to be because Joe Rogan's well, audience was, is so big. He was interviewing the no plates, no dates guy. That's why he were. Ta- that's why they were talking about it because oh, he it's was the same guy. Is he's it? the exposey guy. Yeah, he exposes all of the physiques, all of the Hollywood physiques. So I, I, I perhaps rather naively thought that built into the production process. Once they cast someone, they gave them a personal trainer and all the rest of it, and they got like six months to get into shape, basically. Six months. I mean, you can't build a physique like that in six months. You just can't. It's like, and 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 the tell oh, is always. Hang on a minute. How do you, how, why te- are you talking the like one are of them? These guys. Why are you talking like one of them? Always the fat necks. Always the big, the big whatever they're called. The 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 traps. I told or you, I've got a fat neck. It's. <laughs> It's always that. If you see a bloke with big old, big old, anybody who fucking lifts, right? Anybody who does, who does the stuff, who doesn't do the stuff, get in touch, right? I swear. Do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift, bro? Yeah, well, Every, I'd love anyone to hear who's from got people. those get big old fucking traps, they're all, they're always juicing. They're always juicing. I tell you, get in touch. Hello at LukeandPeteShow dot Expose. We can do it as anonymously as you like. It's the truth. <laughs> is it? Can I ask a, perhaps another naive question? Because this isn't really right. my area of expertise at all. Is that? Is it illegal? What do you mean is illegal? For them to do it, is it illegal? Uh, I think a doctor could prescribe. I think a doctor has a lot of uh, a lot of freedom to, to prescribe what they want, and that's why we're in the fucking shit. <laughs> that's why the Americans are in so much trouble when it comes to uh, uh, the, the, the 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 diazepam kind of crisis. Oh, the opioid crisis. The opioid crisis. Is that what you've started calling yourself, Doctor Pete to- Johnson? Yeah, there's a lot of Doc, Dr. Pete Donaldson Rivieras out there. That's all I'm saying. He's, uh, he's able to do that. All right. But, yeah. Well, listen, on that legal minefield, I have it's no idea. It's not minefield. Idea. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I can just imagine the court transcript. And then Mr. Donaldson loudly exclaimed, it's not a minefield. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's get out of here. We would love to hear from people who know more about this than me, which is basically, let's face it, everyone. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com is the email address for that or for any other correspondence. We are yeah. at Luke and Pete Show on Twitter and Instagram. 
and all the other social media stuff as well. Um, Peter, when people hear me or you doing this kind of outro bit, they yeah. probably just switch off. So before right. we go, do you want to give another little nugget for those people who stuck to the end? Um, visible veins mean visible drugs. That was worth it, definitely. Yeah. See you on Thursday. <laughs> They're on fucking junk. The Luke and Pete Show is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.